Well, summer is here. You think this is a time for cheeriness, happiness, and everyone playing nicely in the sun. This is a time of darkness and despair and bafflement. I have gone a little bit negative. This, the new Fantasy Film League podcast. This is your June episode. Here, looking over a throne of misery, is Mr. Burton. With me is my cohort, my minion, Smith. This, what, what are what, you? What, what? What are you doing, what, man? What? You, you can't start the podcast like that. No one's going to listen to that. Really? It's a li- just a little bit negative. It's a bit dark. A little bit dark. A bit too dark. Yeah, I think oh. so. Okay. It's just I was planning on on. I'm just looking at the bad side of films this month. Oh, was, okay. I've got, I've got, yeah. I've got like, yeah, but you don't, yeah, but I, I think but it's I thought, got to you. Really? Yeah. I think it needs to be a, I, what, it, it's a little bit of a change of gear for our, for our listeners oh, there. Yeah. Right. Okay. A little bit too much. A little bit. Ah, like, okay. bring gone, up, bring I've gone, up, okay. I've gone, I've gone too much. Have I? Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Well, how about, how about, um, we just go to the news and I'll try and cheer up. Okay. Let's try that. This is the news. You're right. Okay, every time we hear the news thing, I always feel a bit better because it's great. But still, still, it has begun. I won't be doing the entire thing. My voice won't hold out if I try and be okay. Right, have a have a slurp slurp of tea. Take your Christian Bale throat lozenge. Right, my, my anti-Christian Bale throat. Anti-Christian Bale throat. No, no, I'm all good. No, I've got we've got loads to go through. I've um. I've been sucked down a hole of darkness, but... <laughs> Can but, you tell? <laughs> but you've been to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes, that's so, why I'm like in yeah, well, such a great yeah, mood. So that's great, but um, but first of all, game updates. Mm. Uh, I'm serping my own tea here. Um, we've done um, a little thing, uh, a couple, you know, we're continuing to refine. We haven't uh, set down, we haven't had much discussion about where our kind of next direction is, but um, you may notice now that when you come in and look at your thing, it gives you a little, an, an arrow going, have you gone up this week or you've gone down this yep. week? So we're just sort of continuing to polish that bit. I think I'm at a point though, as I'm able to show like last week versus this week, I might have to like tweak the design. So please jump in on Discord if you've got any suggestions. Uh, let us know what you'd like. Um, but I may have to sort of rearrange the screen to make it work a bit more. I've sort of been throwing more and more stuff in there and now it's kind of getting a little bit chaotic. So I might need to sit back, kind of take a think and go, right, how do we lay this out so it actually makes sense? Because when I did the redesign a while ago, we kind of pared it all down, gave you some bits, but we're now being like throwing more and more stuff in and the the shelves have all got a bit untidy. Yeah, we've always tried to give you the data that you want mm. rather than just throw an absolute All of it. cavalcade of stats yeah. at you. Because some people don't really care about the stats. They just want to know how much money am I making and am I beating Gary in accounts? Exactly. Because everyone wants to beat Gary in accounts. Indeed. Um, but you want to be able to drill down. So we need to kind of redo that. And I think having a weekly a weekly update to tell you whether you're up or down or how well you've done this week has been good. We had some good feedback on that. Everyone's liking that because whilst people who will 
be in the top five, will be in the top five forever. I think everyone else who isn't, you know, completely killing it this year, they like to see that they're they're. You can have your well. moment in the sun. Exactly. Absolutely. Indeed. So that's uh, that, so we'll keep working on that. Um, uh, so yeah, let let us know uh, what you think. Uh, the other thing is I've switched the uh, as I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, uh, I've now fully switched the site completely secure. So uh, the to, NSA is that, keep, is that to keep the uh, dark wolf of despair from our door <laughs> to keep the hounding night from battering in the cold it, wind it, saying, let us in and we shall reply. It, no, it will do that if that's what you're sorry. After. I kind of went a bit. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, your secrets are safe with the FFL now uh, completely, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> which is the fact that, that you bought Russell Brand and you should be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. Yeah, exactly. We know, and we exactly. know who you are. Precisely. So that, but that's just between you and us now. No one else and, need and, know. And whatever gods you may believe in. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah. So um, the but site. It's, no, it's all the, reason, a, the reason it's gone yeah. secure is is the is obviously certain browsers. And if you're looking at it behind, if you're accessing your FL account, if you're at work or you're in a public place, then yeah, it's yeah, just it's when good, you type your password in, sense. no one can get hold of it. Now you shouldn't be using the password you use for the FFL on any other site because that's just a bad. Uh, idea for reasons and i'm not going to go into it because this is not a security podcast. welcome to the internet security yeah. rant by mr smith yeah but uh should the ffl ever get hacked by the nsa um they're not going to be able <laughs> they're not going to be able they shouldn't it's very difficult for them to find out what your password was because we don't actually store it plain text we encrypt it and uh <laughs> why would we get hacked by the, in fact no i'm not even gonna finish that sentence it's why wouldn't you why, why wouldn't why we would, be why hacked, wouldn't we want right to be, yeah, think no, dark get, get to your dark sorry sorry there. sorry you're right um Ooh, so yes uh, uh there's a potential that that might cause problems although at least now when you're in firefox and chrome and whatnot they're not going to go wow you are visiting an insecure site and that's none and of that's, that's happening anymore which is it. actually you know we don't want to freak players out yeah so we're doing the we're doing the right thing uh, and all the pages are secure um in fact if anything it might actually run a bit faster now ironically uh for reasons um okay. Uh, which again, I'm not going to go into because this is not the uh, HTTP spec podcast either. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's it really. Um, uh, and if you have any uh, ideas about what you'd like to see, uh, jump on Discord, let us know, or tweet us, and all of those things that we tell you what to do at the end of the show. So that's it really from the game update. Uh, not a huge uh, update, but more sort of back end, uh, you know, uh, techno babbly type stuff. Uh, and keep week. an eye out on a Discord for us, and I think that's yeah. the best time to to have a look and see what we're up to and, and how we're working it because we are and what films we're watching and what films we're watching um so yeah so yeah but keep us informed if you've got problems with the site that are technical just for god's sake don't don't call me i i no, no, no. jump on discord but Smith if you've got suggestions for the layout you've got suggestions how we're doing, i mean we're trying to make it we're trying to make it as easy as possible yeah. but also we're trying to put the depth in if you want the depth yeah i'm very i think i'm definitely now thinking as a next step about sending emails out on a weekly basis. To yeah, go. that's the This next... week, you've now, now that we know what, what I've got it readily available, what you've made in any week and where you've moved to and all that kind of stuff, I'm thinking of uh, starting to shoot out And I think that's what we'll start emails. doing. We'll start doing an email and probably come out the weekend rather than come out uh, during the week. So you're not going to get yep. too disturbed. It'll probably pop into your inbox on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's short and sweet. Shall we? Let's move on. Okay. Send into the... Orwellian, Edgar Allan Poe, darkness, etc., etc. Let's let's try and bring a little bit of light into this 
horrifying Ooh, okay. place. You've been to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really, oh. really, really want to go and see this, and I haven't had time this month. It is, okay, uh, I'll just jump to the chase. It is totally worth going to see. In the uh, cinema? In the cinema, okay. yeah. Um, I'll say that even louder. In the cinema. Um, yes, so it's... It, uh, ugh. I'm trying to like, how, how do I explain it? Um, it is very much volume two. If you've not seen the first one, go and watch the first one. Have a great time and then go and see the Guardians one. of the Galaxy is a Marvel film and it is, but it's not superheroes. It's aliens. It's yes. Space. In space. It's space. Yeah. It's, but it's not, it doesn't try and be too serious. It's it is, very much not. It's, it's, it's kind of like Deadpool for the family. Yes. Right. It's safe. You can take it's a twelve A, PG thirteen. Uh you could you could probably take young I mean twelve A you can take kids younger than twelve. Yeah. Uh, generally I think yeah, it, it keeps on it keeps it clean. Yeah. Uh I mean there's a little bit of swearing, but it's only a little bit. But yeah. Um and it's in context. Uh, you know, bad stuff happens and people say bad words. Um it has Unlike uh, unlike <laughs> on the podcast where we're not allowed anymore. <laughs> uh budging travesty well indeed um <clears throat> moving on it's uh it's got a stellar soundtrack as you would imagine uh, all of the music that's in the trailer is in the film used to great effect good um it's uh interestingly it's got some strong parallels with uh with uh, fast and the furious um in as far as it's all about family i mean in genuinely not just saying the word and uh like hugging family. each other uh <laughs> it's actually about family so um i think the trailer gives away the fact that uh it's about uh, uh peter quill and his dad, dad yes. but but every character gets their time and there's actually a lot of family stuff going on uh, sort of not just like you know biological family but kind of your extended or you know what family is what family means so actually it's a really nice film uh and um it does do quite a lot of retconning of old characters who were previously a bit evil you kind of find out maybe they're not as evil as uh, you thought or there were reasons right. okay. um but i think that's entirely in keeping with comic books in general it's like you know it's it, you know because they have the characters for so long it's like they work with them and then it's like, oh, what are we going to do now? I tell you what, let's let's turn this character who you thought was bad. Let's actually find out that maybe they're not so bad. And actually, I, I, I will give it I will give them the time to do that because the good none of the good none of the Guardians of the Galaxy are actually good. Right. No, they're, they're all, all shades of grey. They're, they? they're all a bit grubby. And uh, but 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 it means that all of the goodies have their weaknesses and are a bit of a, of a bit of a bad side. But all the bad or most of the baddies, at least. They also have a bit of a good side, yeah, so you kind of anti-heroes yeah, yeah. on a on a scale, aren't they? <laughs> exactly, but it does, uh, it, and it has it, great fun with it, and it, and that's the whole thing. If if nothing else, it is an incredibly fun film. Well, I I went to see the original film, and whilst I was driving there, I was listening to a podcast that gave me cover versions of all the songs from the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Right, <laughs> strap in, and then upon my exiting of guardians of the galaxy i had to go onto my phone and immediately buy the <laughs> soundtrack which yes. is i'm not into se I, 70s the 70s kind of passed me by yeah. as a decade i didn't really get into music in the 70s i've never listened to a song by pink floyd, floyd? yeah never i don't own any, any albums i've right. never listened to a song 
by Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin, yeah. Don't know yeah. who they are. Okay, right. Um, I know that there's a really good Stairway to Heaven joke in Wayne's World that's something to do with them. Right. But that's all okay. I know This about. is not your... This is this not, is not your, else, but your, the soundtrack your is really good. And it does... It, it is. is a Sunday morning staple in The Fortress of Virtue. Right, okay. Um, so... And I think the volume two, I think what they're doing is like, right, okay, we like the 70s music, we like the big colour, we like the... Um, we did oh, the set pieces. you mentioned the colour. We'd like... Wow, yeah. We'd like, basically... All of that again, please. Yes, it is very much. I mean, it's very well titled. It's volume two. Now, I think the first film surprised a lot of people. They were like, they were. It was a film that was a bit of a. I was, think it was a surprise hit. I don't think people thought it was going to be. It turned out to be as big as it was. Yeah, it's budget. I think v- it's it was a very big budget gamble for mm. Marvel. So the first film mm. cost basically around about two hundred million to make no small thing which is a lot of money yeah. for a superhero comic book that no one really read because yeah. it wasn't like spider-man or batman or it wasn't something it that wasn't... you instantly know people don't read really yeah, yeah. it made nearly 800 million wow so it, so it four it, times it really got its money back yeah. so it did very well and i think that they were expecting it to do okay but not to do it was a gamble quite as well. Yeah. It was definitely so a gamble. So I think if you went into the first one with low expectations or were pleasantly surprised, you're naturally now going to go into the second one with far higher expectations. I think it does well enough to hit your expectations. Yeah. I don't think it exceeds them, but they're probably pretty damn high anyway. So I think I think that so it, it, you know in summary I think they've done a really good job. So is it a continuation of the story it's, rather than a respin sequel thing it does, it, does is, it feel like they've gone uh sequel or they've gone actually we have a whole plan and here's the next natural chapter that we've got because i think I that's the difference with sequels don't feel that they're building a bigger story it is a episode right i think they might be laying some foundations for a third <laughs> unsurprisingly they are. but it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't feel like a story arc it goes in a different direction it, it, it focuses very much on the family it focuses on the characters and i think it's playing to its strengths but i don't feel that the first one they had a oh this is this is the first film of three and you know what i'm actually quite glad that they're mm. doing it that way because i don't i think i don't think it's the right setting for a really big story arc yeah i think it's uh a it's a of... perfect setting it's a bit like it's a couple it's of stories a bit like doctor who okay where it's quite episodic yeah they and then they do sort of weave things through and then sometimes they'll sort of pull it together in in sort of other episodes but it 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 does very well at being at doing really good really great sometimes standalones and i think that's a little bit like guardians of the galaxy or that, that's my feeling so I, and that's not a criticism. It's just that's what it's strong at. Um, you know, giving you, putting them in a situation and then you having fun with those characters in the situation. And it doesn't have to tie into some bigger overarching plot. I'm making this up now as I go along. No, no, no. But, but it's... That's what I think. And so if they do another one and I they, think they, they I set think up it's... a baddie for the next one at the end of this Spoil- one. Spoiler alert, they're doing a volume three because Great. the second film cost another 200 million, which is the yeah. same budget and it's all it's already and it's still obviously yeah. running. It's already made 650 million. So now, yeah, uh, uh, this is a it's a really funny film. I mean, properly laughing out loud all the way through. 
Yeah. Uh, because it's very, you know, very snarky dialogue, very self-knowing, a bit referential. Great. I mean, if you grew up in the 80s, loads of really funny jokes for the adults from the, you know, re- refer- referential stuff from the 70s and 80s. Right. Uh, because Peter Quill was a kid in the 80s and yes. leaves Earth in the 80s. So uh, uh, a, a, an amazing, a really well-played cameo. Uh, by someone who I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you see, if you grew up in the 80s, be like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" <laughs> and not in a kind of you know, you know cameos can can, can uh, be a bit rubbish at times, uh, but this is not uh, not a rubbish one. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm fully looking forward to the third. I mean, you I can guarantee you'll want to buy the soundtrack. I mean, in the, it's on hard rotation in in the Smith household. Uh, it's got a couple of really stellar. Uh, tracks on it mr blue sky the chain by fleetwood mac to the point where mrs smith and i looked at each other and went we have got to get we are, rumors we are buying, we, yeah. <laughs> the album that that's from because it's so good <laughs> um uh, so yeah it's just uh great fun don't expect it to be uh, I'm, i mean i'm almost glad they're not trying to knit it into the rest of the marvel universe or anything it's nice and standalone you go away you have some Out fun uh, you know, there's explosions uh, at the end. You know, everything gets a bit crazy. Uh, there's 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 happy moments. There's sad moments. It's funny bits. Uh, it's it's a great package. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to the third one. I think they just I don't as I actually hope they don't try and turn it into a bigger story. I hope they just keep just knocking them out. Third part. It's like here are some people you like. Doing stupid stuff, <laughs> basically just <laughs> being mean up. to each other, <laughs> basically messing around yeah. in a spaceship. Exactly, cool. yeah. Right, okay. I'm definitely, definitely gonna try and see it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's yeah. well worth seeing on the big screen because it is so uh, amazing visuals and and so colourful. You know, you know, in a world where a lot of films have got very gritty, dark. Uh, I'm looking at you, DC. Uh, right. And, you know, because people go, oh, you know, we all go, adult, maybe, adult. Maybe they've this taken is... all the colour out of DC films and just injected them directly into <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and then... Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, Excellent, you, uh, by the way. We both, yes, we both mimed the syringe-like action, yeah, yeah, by the way, which worked good. really well for an audio podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I'm done. Uh, cool. I, I recommend it. <laughs> Sitting at home last week, yes. looking for a movie to watch with Mrs. B and going through our various choices that are available to people. And you have a little bit of a combative, uh, you no, kind of tra- we, or you trade, we're right? We're usually quite good, actually. Okay, um, we've, but, we've, but, I, but she's I'm, not into the exploding helicopters, right? No, she, so much. she's not into time-travelling robots and exploding helicopters, which I'm also not really into. But I'll pick a film that I think, I mean, for example, previous gems have included... Um, Safety Not Guaranteed. Ah, yes. Which is yeah. great. Um, Once, which is another of my classic goes nowhere, does nothing films. So yep. I tend to pick a film that I wouldn't... It's generally not a Marvel film, but I'll pick yeah. another film. <laughs> so um, going through, and I, as you know, I am a sucker. And in fact, you are a sucker for um, anything to do with bank heists. Yeah. Right? I mean, if they're breaking mm-hmm. into a bank at any point, that's got to be a bonus yep. point at, at just, you know, anything. So we watched Triple uh, Nine. Which was ah good, yeah yeah we, I remember but, seeing the trailer for it. Yeah, yeah it was good I didn't talk about it on the podcast it was good but it wasn't as good as it should have been right it was good it wasn't great anyway we ended up watching um, Focus ah which yeah. is a uh, right previously seen on a trailer podcast with us ages and ages ago Margot Robbie and yeah. Will Smith are con men who basically 
go around. And if I remember bricks. rightly, I thought we felt it, it was a little bit like Hustle, the TV program. Yes, we thought, but like... it wasn't as funny. Right. And but there's there's the inevitable. Oh, hang on, he was him, and they were in it the whole time. Yeah. And actually, okay. the guy who was the guy with the thing was actually the guy with the thing. And it was one of those films where if you pay attention to it too much, you guess what's going to happen. Right. But if you just let it wash over you, anyway, it was quite a good film. Right. It was okay. Margot Robbie. It's one of her earlier films, and obviously Margot Robbie and Will Smith turn up again in together in Suicide Squad. Indeed. But I started looking into it, and it's it's a it's a good flick. Um, it's not brilliant, but it's it's worth a watch. Solid. It's it's solid. Yeah. And I actually read somebody on the review site read didn't do as well. Everyone was expecting gold, but didn't appreciate. A solid silver film and i was right. like that's a really good way of saying yeah it it wasn't phenomenal but it was actually really good it's, a really pleasant way of spending yeah. 104 minutes of my life right so then i thought about will smith because often you just sit there and think about will smith and i yeah. don't normally go hmm, will smith but he is 14 million fuffle bucks on the system and he That's is pretty high. He's pretty high. He's There's one of our many most, people. Yeah, that. he's one of our most expensive. He's he's up there with a, a lot of Chris's. Uh, a lot of Chris's are up there. Yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of Jennifer's are up there. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where where's Liam at the moment. I think Liam's got to be up there somewhere as well. Nearby. He's a man's a legend. Anyway, he's very expensive. He's also very expensive as an actor in Hollywood. He so in real they, life. In real life. <laughs> Yeah. In the in the less important sphere I, of I, the real world, IRL, yeah. as the kids yeah. say, IRL. Um, yeah. But they every year they do a list of the ones who make the most money back. Ah, and we've looked at this before. And we've looked at it before, and, it's and sometimes interesting. it's interesting because because yeah. the people who are very expensive, Johnny Depp, don't necessarily make. I'm sorry, I sneezed while I said the word Johnny Depp. You did, clear. didn't you? Johnny Depp. We, Although, hang on, I'm just go back being, and record I'm that again. Just, no, I'm just being fed my lines through an earpiece to tell me. Yeah, no, I, okay. I'm just being told to say Johnny Depp, who isn't definitely getting fed his lines through an earpiece because that's apparently not a thing that he does. Um, He's very expensive, but doesn't have huge return. And Will Smith is also getting that way. So uh, I had a quick look at his... Is, is this what you would call, and, and I'm now doing some air quotes, past it? <laughs> well, you be the judge. So Focus, which was 2015, the budget was 50 million. Okay. And it made uh, it made one hundred and fifty million. Okay, well that's three is, times back what it cost. That's which okay. is very good. The next yeah. film was that's a success, right? Yeah, yeah. The next yeah. film was two thousand and fifteen's Concussion, which had a lot of Oscar bu- buzz about it, and it was all about it was a true story of a doctor who was trying to uncover the fact that people were getting very serious head injuries in. Um, oh, in sport. American football. In American football, yeah. Or, or if you're American, football. football. Um, and it had a, it was a very good film. It had a very good cast in it. It had a lot of Oscar buzz, and it was mm. completely overlooked by the Oscars. Right. That cost $57 million So more than... To make. Right, but, but in the same sort of ballpark, yeah. Only got back $48 Oh, didn't even clear so its... So it didn't get its money cost. back, right? right? So that's a, okay. a problem. Then next up, then we get Margot Robbie back. For Suicide Squad. Yeah. So Will Smith... Bit of a contentious film. Bit though. of a contentious film. That film cost $175 million. Right, so now we're into like blockbuster film But territory. made 745 back. Now that wow. sounds like a lot of money. It does. And it is a lot of money. 
but... but the film did not do well. Right. Everyone went to see it on week one and then went, oh no, it was killed by word of mouth. Right. So was it expectations were that it was like a billion dollars? It should have, it should have made a billion and, and it should have also span off five or six spin-off films. Ah, so it actually it should tanked have a franchise. Up, it should have set up an entire franchise and it didn't. So ah. there was talk of... So it's of, not the money it made, it's the money it didn't make. It's Yes. So there was talk of a spin-off film for Will Smith as Deadshot, a spin-off film for Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Um, most of the, the press and most of the marketing around the film was the fact that they picked Jared Leto to be yeah. the Joker and it did not go down well. Mm-hmm. Then he turned around Although and said... Although I heard it was a lot of things well, cut he out. He turned right? around and said, actually, my performance was... I think really good, but they left, they cut about half an hour of it out and it was just me just doing the really bits that were in right. the film and I feel that my performance wasn't good enough and blah, 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 blah. And then everyone went and then it was, it had rewrites and it had problems and it had scripting issues and blah, 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 blah. And it just, it, it was a, it should have been up here. Yeah. Birch said, they screwed it. it up. They screwed and it actually up. It was here. So it didn't do very well. So, so, well, a, no, no, no. I mean, in absolute terms, it made a ton of money, but it didn't make an absolutely massive ton of money. It didn't make a shizzle ton of money, is what we're saying. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, that's how I would um, put it. And and therefore, it's not good. And then the, the latest film was one called Collateral Beauty, which... Um, yeah, we did we look at the trailer for that? We didn't even look at the trailer Oh, first. okay, because I remember seeing a trailer for it and being... A little bit underwhelmed. Yeah, and again, it it was it was a low budget film. It was a thirty six million wow dollar, and it made Even it, it made eighty million back. Okay, so that because if you look into like is it is the rule like but, three times what you cost? No, means well, you're good. You see, the rule is whatever your budget is, you'll probably spend the same again on marketing. So yeah, right. So press. to break break even, you want to double your budget. Yeah. So if you make three times, now you've yeah. Now you so to break even, you're, you're, you're you want to double profit. your yeah. So if you take it was two. So that sounds like okay. I mean, it was, it's not a it's not it a shizzle a, ton of money, but it wasn't a runaway success. So no. there's so just looking into it, it just it just kind of shows that you can have a completely stellar career and a couple of you know cannot go any wrong, and then you can have a couple of bad films and yeah. you're on a slide. And I I just yeah. I'm. It just used should, to be should, Will Smith used mm. to be Will Smith films coming out. Everyone, it's like a Bond movie, right? If the, if another Bond film comes out, and we haven't done Bond Watch for a while, and I do realize that there's one coming up, but it's all gone a bit quiet on the Bond stuff. We'll come back to in a second. If a Bond film comes out, it will do very well. Everyone yep. will go and see it. It's bankable. It's very very bankable, and it's not reliant on it being. Daniel Craig or Roger Moore. Or, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a fran- it's, it's the franchise. a Bond film that yeah. you and you're almost you will automatically it's almost go, unsinkable, almost almost unsinkable. <laughs> exactly. So you can't really go. So those kind of films are great. And then you've got a swishy swishy uh, space swordy swordy film. Coming oh, the out light in, sword, the things, light thing, yeah. the light sword thing. Yeah, that's coming out. That that will make a shizzle ton of money, and because it will, because it will. Yep. Um, and you really have to go, I mean, you really have to go like Anakin Skywalker bad to get that film to tank. And even, even the prequel films, <laughs> even the prequel yeah. films made their money back. Yes. Even, but they were obviously critically, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the prequel Star Wars really? films. 
a lot of people would agree with me on these things. But what I'm saying is, is that there's certain franchises that are unstoppable. Yeah. But if you have, if as an actor and you do a series of unrelated films and they they consistently underperform, underperform, that's going to start in danger. So you really, yeah. what I'm going to say here is, Will Smith. I really like Will Smith. He's a good actor. Um, I can't flick on. Um, there's a cable station here in the UK that seems to be running Fresh Prince of Bel Air almost <laughs> constantly. Um, so he's he's very he's very present in my mind, which is probably why I picked Focus as a film. Right. But um, I think he needs a huge film. And so I was going to say, should he have done the new Independence Day? I should he have think take, should he have he not should. negotiated so I, himself out? <laughs> and this is this is kind of I think. He should have, even though the new Independence Day film wasn't brilliant, it was big, dumb. It was big and dumb, but yeah. I I think he should have taken the money and I think he should have gone for it because I think it would have boosted the film and I think it would have boosted him. I would not be surprised if there is a, in case of emergency, break glass, bad boys, three script <laughs> somewhere in a bunker. <laughs> And I think I love that concept. <laughs> right, okay. You've not done it. Okay, break. Bad boys, bad boys. What you got? All right, get Martin Lawrence on the phone. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sure he's somewhere. Right. All right, let's do this. Uh, yeah, oh, we've got to think. We've got to think more about what, 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 what do all the big stars have as their as their the emergency, emergency glass. their emergency glass film? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and and I think in Will Smith's case, it's it's Bad Boys Three. Right. Um, okay. And I just, I, I'm just now wondering. I've now put this out there. How far do you reckon we are away from getting a nice, safe Will Smith sequel, just to right the ship, just to, just to get back on? Because I think a Bad Boys Three would be. Everyone would go. I'm sorry. We have to go and see Bad Boys Three. <laughs> of a certain age. Of a certain age, which yeah. is, you know, I'm okay. sorry. You have to go see. And because you're of a certain age, you go right kids of mine who weren't around you're watching bad boys one you're watching bad boys two <laughs> then we're all going to go and see bad boys three why because it's awesome look at this this is this is but it's michael bay dad i thought he was rubbish no we do not speak of michael bay but this is michael bay when he was doing good films like the rock oh we should watch the rock next <laughs> right okay bad boys one bad boys two the rock and then bad boys three and i think that would be the, the general yeah. theme on that so yeah just food for thought so this is a very long way of getting around and saying a reckoning is upon us. Ah, it is time. There's the world shook. Now, um, we always look at the prices. We always look at the performances. There are going to be changes in the system, which allows you to see how well people have done. So for example, 2017 is the question. The question is, do you have Vin Diesel and or Kurt Russell in your cast list? (laughs) If you do, well done. If you don't, I'm sorry, you're not going to win this year. Um, And the thing is, we've gone a whole month, and I was saying last time round, I'm going to do a new film now. Yeah. And all the time's passed, and I've been noodling away and doing other things on the site and and forgetting to change change your film. I forgot to do my film. Yeah. Again. Yes. (sighs) So I don't have either of them, so I ain't going to win. So we will get to a position where you're able to look in on people and say, right, how Mm. well has this person done historically? Mm -hmm. How much FFL, how much Fuffle Books did I get for this film? Like, for example, how much did Vin Diesel make me for Fast and Furious 7 and Fast Mm -hmm. and Furious 8? And how much did 
he made it, and you can see the performance. But I, but there will be, there are some people at the top who might get cheaper at towards the end of this year, as his reckoning goes on. And the more data yes. we have, the more the, that's going to come around. Because again. the reckoning can happen at any time and at any scale. Well, no, generally speaking, there is no. To, we try to sort of do it on a regular basis, no, but this is not. Is we have to basically go off and find four pieces of some mystical amulet, and we have to blow a hole in an Egyptian street corner and break out some long forgotten evil, and then we put the bits together, and then someone's face melts, and then we do the reckoning. So there yeah. is a little bit of a preamble to it, but generally speaking, it is upon us. It will come soon. <coughs> I can't. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do the whole doctor. I can't do that. It's going to wreck my voice. But be aware. So, if there's anyone else that you think is too expensive, or anyone else you think is too cheap, or anyone else you think is also in need of a boost, then let us know. Again, let us know in the Discord group. Email me. And I think we definitely need to sit down and go through our top twenty earners and work out what their emergency, in case of in case of a career <laughs> slide. What's the emergency yeah. breakout button? And I think there's a lot of people who would probably, if we guess, I think we'll have a very high percentage of people kind of go, oh my God, they know. They know. They know <laughs> the script's there. But uh, yeah, so, food for thought. That was a little bit negative. Sorry, I'm just trying to make a point. I'm, I'm going to put but... it back. I think we should talk about comedy. Okay, go on then. Something funny. Okay, I like it. Um, I was thinking we reviewed Mindhorn uh, on the. Uh, <laughs> yes, we did. Which brings yes. a smile to your face. Um, you see, there you go. This is what I was. No, after. no, and I, I did. It, the reason I saw it is, is someone posted it up on on someone. I looked at it and I just it it was a quintessentially British, um, comedy, Alan Partridge esque. And we talked about it last yeah. last one of the podcast. And it's very funny. See yes. previous trailers, yes. podcast. And I made a comment uh, about. It looks good, but I'm not going to go to the cinema to see it. Yeah, and that got me thinking. When was the last time I went to the cinema to see a comedy film? Not a not an action film with comedy in it, like Guardians of the Galaxy, or, or like a pure comedic. Yeah, film. yeah, a film that is a comedy first, and then something else second, right? And I just, and I was really struggling to think back. And I think the last time I went to see one was for Hot Fuzz. So the Simon Pegg, yeah, Nick Frost, Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright, Sleepy Town Cop action. Oh no, film. actually no, I tell you what, I no, I went to see uh what was the third one in the series they did? Shaun of the Dead. No, with the Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and then The World's End. World's End. The World's End was the last one. Was that funny? But literally, I think those are the last three comedy films I went actually went to the cinema to see. And I don't think the World's End was as strong as the first two. Uh nowhere near. Right. Really bad. Really not a good. Really, but I can't yeah, think okay. of Sorry. any other film comedy films. I was gonna say, and we see a lot of comedy films coming through on the trailers podcast. We do, and I and just don't, don't generally. So you're talking. So I mean, I don't want to spend. I just there's something. I just I don't think about seeing comedy there. I see a not so, a reasonable okay, so just, of live comedy see, hot, and TV comedy, hot fuzz, but not in the in the cinema. Hot Fuzz, take an example. Yeah. Hot Fuzz, I would almost not qualify that as a comedy in my mind because it's an it's it's very very funny, right? And it's very well made, but it's more of an action comedy. If okay, you, right. If and you say fine. comedy film to me, fine. I yeah, think yeah. I think fart jokes, Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, I think so, something that's got Owen Wilson 
in it right. in Fine. a series of comedic misunderstandings. Okay. In Basically, which case, as you can tell from my in tongue, which case films I think I'm going to have to go back to Austin Powers. I was going to say I think the last film that I saw that I would classify as a okay. proper giggle giggle comedy would be one of the Austin Powers movies. Right. So why don't I go and watch comedy movies? And is it just me? Well, it sounds like it's not just me because you've you're expressing the same. same thing. Now I'll I'll go and see. Yeah. Now I. That's a really good question, and I think. It's answered by us from about three years ago. Right. And the question that, because if one of us goes and sees a film, one of the questions we always ask is, ah, is it worth is it seeing worth, on, a being, on a big screen? Yeah, is it worth the money? To see? Yeah. And I think if it's a comedy, it generally doesn't have enormous cinematic Visual set pieces. stuff, yeah. It's usually two guys in a room being funny, which doesn't need a screen the yeah. size of... of the multiplex kind of screens it doesn't yeah. have glorious special effects yeah. and huge sweeping vistas and dramatic swooshiness and all that kind of stuff and i think it's it's comedies are generally smaller films mm. in sense of of their the, the the photography and their scale and the way that they're done whereas an action film can be funny mm. but you're there to see the big i mean we went to say okay we keep going back to this but fast and furious Yes. We consciously made the decision to go and see it at the cinema because we knew it was going to be bananas. And and with giant exploding things, it was worth things seeing. Things coming out of the ice and... The car chases and, all, all and the stuff. zombie cars and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And it was it was the scale of it. Yeah. Whereas I think if you... So Austin Powers is probably the best example I can think of a comedy, but it doesn't need... Like, can you say comedies? And I instantly think of, as I said, things like Will Ferrell films. Yeah. So I, I generally, I've seen Anchorman, um, but I'm not the guy who can quote every line from it. Right. And Thank- I've seen thankfully. Anchorman two. Yeah. And I didn't find it. There was a few bits of it were funny, but the funniest bits of that film were basically the outtakes at the end where they're just making each other laugh, and that's not a good sign. Anyway, that's getting off topic. I'm taking us down a dark path again. My point being is, is I don't need to see it in the cinema. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. It, and obviously, it comes down to it and go, you're right. the same as me. So we've got next month, we've got a lot of films coming out next month. Yeah. Which we'll talk about in the, in the trailers podcast. podcast. Um, and of those five, we five or six films, we will say, oh, I'll go and see that one and that one, but I'll wait until yeah, yeah. video. So you have to make a choice. Yes. So if you say to me, comedy film or film with massive time-traveling explosion robots, I'll go, I will go, robots win because... I've got a big telly, but I haven't got a huge telly. <laughs> and I think it will be better to see it on that big screen. Whereas a comedy, you can yeah. watch it on a on a 40 or a 50 or whatever, however big a telly so, is. So you and I have, have yeah. obviously got the same priorities in that sense. So who is going to see these well, movies? Because they're making money. If you think of like, you know, it's going back a couple of years, but things like Bridesmaids make an absolute now, ton of money. Bridesmaids made, made a ton of film because it got phenomenal word of mouth. Right. I mean, every, and it stayed. But that's, but it that's an outlier, the, right? But it was that's an outlier. But it was in the cinema. For what about a very like time. fist every, fight? Right. I was <laughs> right. going to say, who's going to go see that? Who's watching? We looked at it last month. Remember, we looked yeah. at it last month. It didn't. Yeah. But I think as soon as it but comes some, out, it, but as soon as it comes out on it. home video right, yeah. or box office rentals, right. I think it'll make its money by people ordering it on online but, services. But why are they not making a TV series and flogging it to Netflix or? You know, I almost don't understand how comedy films get made. 
but clearly because I don't want to go watch them. So I'm just like, who's the demographic? What? Who? You know, I just, I just don't understand. <laughs> right. right. It's, okay. it's so alien. We need to start so, helping them. Yeah, because because you obviously don't understand I, either. Because I'm racking it's not my brain us. to try and work out what the last. But the thing is, is first of all, what is a comedy film? Yeah. So I'm trying to. I've got a very narrow subset in my mind of what I would consider to be a comedy film. But still, I'm trying. I'm going to have to sit down and work it out of what the last proper comedy film. Because I generally go and see. Talking about Peg, because we were doing the other films. Run, Fat Boy, Run. There you go. He was in that, right? I've actually watched that on a plane. Yeah. No way I was going to go to the cinema to see that. Yeah. Right? And that I think that's a comedy film because it's just about a guy that's a running, film. right? Oh, that's that. a comedy that's film. That's a comedy there you film. Go. There's an example for you. Okay. Yeah. Do, do, what about Woody Allen films? Do they do they all are they, are they all comedy films? No, no they just films. They're just Woody Allen films. They're just oh, they're whole, he's got his whole he's got own whole, genre. Got an entire right, okay. We're going to have to basically go through. Films. We need to look at the as the right from now on as we do future uh, trailers things. We need to look out for these mythical and say well, they're not mythical this, either because we know there's things is like this is a comedy film and are we going to go see right? this? Yeah. yeah. Well, Fist Fight is. A good I want us to be looking we, at this. We looked at Fist Fight and we said. A doesn't look very funny, which I think is something uh, a, a real problem needs. for a comedy. Yeah. B don't think it's going to do it, and it did. It kind of it kind of brushed, like bounced yeah. off the atmosphere of the top ten, and then hurled itself off into space. But I still think it made its money back because comedy films don't have huge set pieces. So you think don't have massive, massive cheap. They're cheap. They're it, if we should if look at cost, the budget. We should look at the budget of comedy films and see is only, that what's going on. If only we had an active network connection here in studio is it City. time for some is it time it's for time, some for a, for a pregnant pause some, while we research some online it's time for some online instinct so fist vice cost 25 million dollars to okay, make so that's cheaper than every film we talked about with Chris Will Smith. Hemsworth's hair budget for the next Thor movie <laughs> right and it may but it made only 41 million which is a little disappointing but I think it didn't actually do well, we knew it wasn't going to do well. It only doubled up on its, or less than doubled up on its budget. So that's the thing. What about, uh, what was that one that uh, Dwayne Johnson was in? The, the, the CIA type. Central, Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. That's, now, that's a, that's a. That's a comedy That's film. a comedy film. I'll let you have that. Yeah, okay. Right, right. should we look Please at. Please hold while we're um, de- 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 live. De- 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 now, that, see, I think that film did well. Yes. Right. See, that film had a budget of 50 million. Okay, so that's, that's and I'm pretty middle. you. Budget. A yeah. fifth of that was The Rock's salary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it made 220. Okay. So that's good. That's good. But yeah. That's a good comedy film. So, so there you go. So they're not so blockbuster budget. They're below. They're way below. But the the, the differential, the, the return on investment is potentially very. If is you have a film good. that's very, very funny. Yeah. And, but I think it's word of mouth. I think it's. Baywatch. It's, right? I, I, that's I, I, coming I, I, up. I'm, 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 or out. I'm on another one now. Now you mentioned we don't Bride- know about Baywatch. You yeah. mentioned Bridesmaids. Yeah. Bridesmaids, because everyone is in it, wasn't particularly hugely expensive. Yeah. Cost thirty-two million okay. to make. Yeah, so that's yeah. So between the other, which two, again right? is Marvel's catering budget, <laughs> and it, and it made two hundred and eighty-eight million. Wow. Yeah. So that is a really good example of a comedy film. So I think the reason that they make them is that they're cheap to make. They'll make their money back, but there won't be a massive return. But if they do really well, they'll... Oh, but, but I'm wondering, is it... 
is it not is the cinematic release just a market it's, it's more about marketing it's what they can make on dvd blu-ray well you'll later stream, you'll stream them back yeah so so it's actually the total return is over a long period playing of time a game yeah uh, but okay. also so but, it doesn't matter it, 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 they're putting them out in the cinema to just get people to know the film and generate buzz yes so, but also, okay. I think if you have I start, a, so I start to see how this might work. If you look, if you go back, so whenever you see a British comedy film coming out, what is the tagline? It always says at the bottom of the latest British comedy film. Is it always say the funniest British film since, since four, four weddings, weddings and, and a funeral? funeral. Yeah, <laughs> that's what jumped to my head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love the fact that you did that unprompted as well. I was like that. Yes, yes, that is it. because falling the funeral is a is a now a pop culture shortcut for a film that was that cost probably nothing to make yes. and made gazillions. Yeah, now that maybe gazillions maybe a bit, but it was huge amounts of film. So whenever they have a British film which is quirky and British and blah blah, blah they'll go funniest film since four yeah. weddings and a and that's when the, but and, and the reason i'm saying bridesmaids so much is because it's like from the producers of bridesmaids exactly da, from da, da, the da, people da, that did it's, this it's become a touch so for stand. example okay i have to look it up four weddings and funeral and it was released in the 19 in mid 1990s so it's, tw- it's yeah, 20 something wow. years old it cost 2.8 million pounds to make <laughs> right which which is genuinely chris hemsworth Even, right, let's, let's 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 uh let's double it every decade Right, which is way more than inflation would do. So that so it's about three million dollars, six twelve. Even t- by today's money, really exaggerating. You might you might think it's twelve okay. million, right? Which is which is tiny. Nothing. Which is which yeah. is literally you know the the transport budget for yeah. Robert Downey. And I'm probably massively hair. overestimating it. Yeah. Okay, so it cost. So let's say yeah, it yeah. cost. Let's say it cost five million dollars to yeah, make. Yeah. Okay. It made two hundred and forty-five million dollars. Wow. So. Huge and that was back of, then. That was back then. That's like having five hundred million. Yeah, yeah, it's insane amounts of money. And that's the thing; they're cheap. Yeah. If they do well, they'll get your money back. If they do badly, so they'll the, probably still le- get your so money it's, back it's a, it's because a... your investment's so low. If I throw three million a film mm. and it makes five million back, mm. and I go, okay, well, I get my three million back, so I'm happy. But if it's a phenomenal runaway success and it makes stars of everyone who's in it and it launches the careers yeah. of all the four minor comedians I had in it and it yeah. makes me 300 million dollars I'm going to walk out with 10 times more money than I put so it's a bit of a more than I it's put a in. relatively generally a relatively safe it's a low risk fist fight it's yeah, a low risk low risk but you've got that one in one in a hundred of them is going to make 20. you is going to make you Rich beyond your wildest dreams. Absolutely. So you can, yeah, okay. You can spend the money right. on something that is, that is just ridiculously expensive, or you can take a shot. So, for example, let's go with the ultimate extreme example of a film that made huge amounts of money, um, which has a lot to be held responsible for is the Blair Witch Project. Ah, the Blair Witch okay, Project, yeah. which was launched in 99, 2099. Yeah. It was yeah. the first film to use viral marketing. It was the first film to use um, a very heavy online website because there was a whole yeah. website that was dedicated to it. It had a very, very low marketing budget. There it had been created... a few sort of first person camera ones before it, but it was it the one that really kind of put it on the scene. The first yeah. person. It was extremely cheap. Yes. to make because it was effectively filmed I mean, if I was laughing at four weddings and a funeral this is like ready, this ready? doesn't even register on the scale are you, right? are you ready for this okay the budget of the Blair Witch was $60,000 okay 
So let's say someone came to you. Hemsworth doesn't even sign a contract. His pen to sign the contract costs more than that. Blair Witch made 248 million. So can you imagine being the guy that put 10 grand into your mate's film? Yeah. And you get your money back on that. Wow. That's, but, that, but that's the thing mm. is, is, is I think you're absolutely right. You are, I'd be less inclined to go and see. However, if somebody said, what is he Bridesmaids? Or what is he this comedy film? It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was mm. in stitches for the whole time. I go, actually, you know what? I might go and see that now. But, but, but beyond that, doesn't matter who's going to see it you're also laying the foundation of the after cinematic sales oh you'll still get the, the, you'll still get your yeah. dvd and your streaming but they, yeah. they won't get as much money but you are you can make for example you got a film like bridesmaids you can make five those kind of comedies five comedy films mm. or you can throw it all into one massive superhero effects film which might tank so you might go huge yeah you're, yeah, you're yeah. hedging your bets it's mm. it's hedging your bets as a studio you want to do a sci-fi yeah. film you want to do a drama film i mean like for example um you've got a couple of dramatic films coming up um you know proper like you know serious drama like biopics and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff bio bio biopics. biopics um yeah okay yeah um and are they going to do well because, but they're going to be $20 million to make and they're going to make, and if, if yeah. it's an interesting subject or it's a compelling thing or you get it at the right moment or it coincides with a historical event happening or an anniversary, it pulls a film in. It, and yeah, otherwise everyone will just do nothing but make $200 million superhero movies, which a lot of people would probably still go and see, but you'll get fatigued. I think you actually hit on another point there. Career launching. I think a lot of comedy films are driven by the people make, the, the stars of the film or, or or the writers so it's a way of launching a career as well so yeah it's whereas i think the, the the marvel ones it's almost it feels more like they're being driven by the accountants who are going right where do i get my next hit, hit of a billion dollars from well i mean right? it's it and so those are going to happen like you say they're yeah. going to happen away but the people it's 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 more grassroots the comedy stuff is a grassroots way of creating a career so yeah um, it's, you're different at your different ends of the scale mm. they they picked chris evans to play captain america and he will now play Captain America yeah. for the next however many films. And make loads of money and fair play to him. Mm. But they could have, and I'm no disrespect to Chris Evans, they could have picked almost anyone else. And I don't think it would have derailed the film. It's, yeah. it's not as, as... But if you think about what the people who were in films like Bridesmaid went on to do... Exactly. Suddenly they've got, you know... They've, you got know, they've, they've gone on Either and very up. successful TV yeah. or, very, or very successful... And usually they're writing comedy films and stuff mm. so yeah so it's mm. different but it's yeah okay. it's a very good point okay i genuinely didn't know what the answer was when i asked this question i just sort of thought i just don't understand but now i, I can see I think... the reasons why these films exist it, and, it makes it, a lot and more... to bring it back it, to the i can see sense to bring it. back to the ffl this is why it's always good to look for those comedy actors who might show up in a bit part in mm. a Marvel film, or they might have their own little vehicle. I mean, like Central Intelligence is a really good thing because Central Intelligence, if you were clever, you didn't buy The Rock, mm. you bought Kevin Hart mm. because they because yes. <laughs> they were both stars of the film. Mm. Kevin Hart would cost you a lot less. Yep. But The Rock has now turned up in. So if you were really really smart, so except playing it was that last that year was last year, so you yeah, wouldn't yeah, have got you it. Couldn't have carried so, him forward. So yeah. So my my point yeah. being is that is. You can either, with these smaller films, you can either use them for a comedy vehicle for someone. So like The Rock, for example, he had last year, he had Moana, which was hugely successful, but he was a supporting cast because he was a voice. And he had Central Intelligence. And this year he's got 
Baywatch, which comes out as we record this, it's out soon, mm. which I think will do reasonably well. I think it'll be all right. And then he's also turned up in the Fast and Furious, so he's made his money from that already. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can you can play the long game with these things, but you might want to stick in a cheeky comic relief guy might make you as much money as balance out your film. Exactly, it brings balance to the force. It, no, wait, no, don't go there. No, I've gone the wrong way now. Yes. Okay. Right. I think I think we are done on that. I, yeah. I feel that's a very educated, long, that's a very long answer to a very long question. And yeah. but but it's still worth saying. What's the last comedy film you went to see at the cinema? Did you go and see Central Intelligence at the cinema? Let us know. Um, because don't think this subject's finished. No way. Mention I watch Focus. We talked about Will Smith a little bit this podcast. Um, it got me looking into various things, and I was going through Will Smith's back catalogue, and I came across a film that angered me severely. <laughs> now, as I you know, laugh when you say made you angry, but as uh, you know, I'm a this very, is a Will Smith film that made me very angry. Let's see if I can guess it. Wild Wild West. No, boss. <laughs> uh, okay, not Wild Wild West. Um, I want to see that in um, the cinema. Um, Oh, uh, the what's the zombie one? Um, I am legend. I am legend. No, I don't one? do zombies. It freaks me out. Um, uh, Will Smith. I think, think you've that... forgotten this film. I think is it's... it that bad that I've wiped Ready? it from my own memory? Okay, so it's so I put together a list of films that have annoyed me. I'll tell you, it's Hancock. Oh, okay, that that angered you. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, think it through. Right. Yeah, yeah. So superhero. He's a bit of an antihero. He's a bit yeah. of a douche. He's mm-hmm. drinking, blah, blah, blah. Now, think towards the end of the film I where we realise that I... the wife of the PR guy is Charlize Theron and she's I actually his long-lost love and they're actually gods and the closer they are together, they lose their power so they I have don't to go apart bit. from each other. It's oh. Basically, it's a film. Films, and I then got stuck into films that annoyed me. That. The films where it goes, ah, twisty, and you go, no, no, bad film. I like a twist. Bad film. Go back. Bad film. Do it again. Go back. Hancock is a really good film until it goes ah twisty and you go. I don't remember that. They're at all. both three thousand year old superhero human gods, and if they stay actually... too close together and they meet each other, they lose their powers. So they have to stay on opposite sides. And if they stay opposite side, they forget each other exists and they have to live what? separately. You need to go and watch Hancock. Tonight, I don't want to watch that then, again. When I've watched finished, it once already. Then, when you finished watching Hancock, you need to phone me up and apologise for not remembering how bad it was. It was a film that you watched and you went, oh. "I did watch it on a plane," which obviously has an effect. But in this instance, it's a, it's, I basically neuralised myself. You have. Yeah. On the second, did I actually watch the, through to the end? I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> you probably didn't. Because the bit where he, the, I'm not, the, ma- I'm, I'm not making this the up. The bit when the, the the kid's giving him hassle, he throws the kid up into the air, and then he yeah. catches the kid again. No, no, I remember, I remember the, the strong and, start. It was yeah, funny, really strong start. And I remember and then it just like goes, business. Yeah, clearly my brain's gone. That bit's not worth remembering. We were never here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I then started looking up other films where they were doing well, and then they went twisty, and you went no. No, you, you were looking no. them up. Is there a list of films with so, disappointing twists? I went twists? through. I went through <laughs> my personal history, and I okay. went onto the internet, and I was reminded of a few films, and in no particular order. Okay, here we go. So we've already talked about Hancock, just because it was doing really well. It was anti-hero. It was superhero, but he was quite funny, and he was a bit of a. 
goose and blah blah blah. And then it's a bit, it's a bit Deadpool before. It was. It Deadpool. was kind of. It was kind ago. of quite yeah. good. And he tried to read his image, and then it just went. And you just went, oh god. Next film, right? Let's see if we can narrow this down. Okay, oh, you know he's on this list, and it's M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Which one? Which now. one? Which one have you got on your list? Is it the trees one? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it the trees one? It's it's is not it all of them. It's not apart in fact, from in fact six. This 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 originally was a top a top seven. I've not seven. seen all of the films. This was originally a top seven, and right. three of them were M Night Shyamalan films. <laughs> and I thought, no, I can't kick him too much when he's down. So the, there was there was three that was the that, that were that were heavily considered it was the happening which is mark Wahlberg as a scientist with the trees, <laughs> the trees. and zoe deschanel's in it in fact that should be it that should whereas the fact is the the, the twist and oh by the way i should mention this is very spoilery <laughs> um the twist is that the the trees the trees did it everyone commit suicide um the next one's the village which i actually oh, quite liked that one. and the twist is that you've been following this 16th century Quaker community for the whole film, but they're not in the 16th century. Okay, right. And then the one that actually made it was Signs, which is aliens aliens, aliens invade, but they're actually toxically deathly allergic to water. <laughs> As in water. Not, you know, acid or trees. Water. Or viruses. Or, or viruses, which, you right. know, you wouldn't see coming. But they said, hey, let's invade that planet over there. What, that one? Yeah, it's the one that's, of the that's covered 70% by... water, which is, by the way, will burn through us like acid. Listen, Gareth, we'll be fine. I'll tell you what, why don't we just wear hazmat suits? And it now, <laughs> no, let's just turn up as weird, tall, naked aliens. Oh, what's happening with the sky? It's gone a bit grey. Get back to the ship, get back to the ship. It's a stupid film. But it's all supposed to be about faith and religion and Mel Gibson wearing tinfoil hats. Yes. It all happens. And then it goes twisty and you go, aliens? I think I've seen that as well, but again, I didn't remember brain, the end. Yes. A, a lot of the films in this just go... a really useful... Your brain no, has no, a no, self... No, it's doing self- it the wrong... It's, well, it's kind of protecting me, but it would be so much cooler if it did it for the cool films so I could go and watch them again. Exactly. Not the bad films with the bad twists. Ready for the next one? Okay, yeah. Now, we've already mentioned Mark Wahlberg and The Happening, which isn't on the list, even though he's okay. a scientist with trees, who, by the way... He's, he's going to turn up in a trailer next week. Uh, okay, oh, I can see the level Go of anger. On. Don't, don't, don't tell me. Shing. I don't want. I can live without it. Bad. Next film, Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Planet of the Apes. Planet. Hang on, which one? The the rise of the. Nope. The one before that. The the one the, the, one, the, the one at the end. He gets back in his time traveling spaceship. Goes forward. And ends up crashing in front of the Lincoln Monument, where you know Abraham Lincoln sits on the big chair. Yeah. But it's not Abraham Lincoln. He's it's changed a giant thing. Monkey. It's a giant monkey, and the entire apes have taken over. And um, that's the twisty, twisty ending. D- directed by Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Thank you. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. So I was just thinking about all of the Rise of the Planet, all the re- that the current run of the really good ones. Good ones. Yeah. yeah, but I have not watched those ones because I was so put off by oh, Marky, don't be. Marky oh Mark man, and the don't Bunch. be, don't be. They're very good. Yeah, you got you've got to let it go. We can't. <laughs> you've got to can't. get past that. They're completely different. Okay, but 
You need you need my no, brain. No, I need your brain. You need trick. my yeah, brain. Because I've brain. also seen that film and I'd also forgotten Got about that. End end. But this is but this thing is you kinda of go because then your brain will go, Oh no, that was good, but the monkey and mm. and um Tim Roth was the thing and Helen Bottom goes to the monkey mark and then at the end he gets back in the special Oh yeah, they turn oh no, he goes, Oh, twisty and you go, Oh You're reminding me of a bunch of really mediocre films. And that's the thing. <laughs> but this is the thing, is they could have yeah. been really good had they... now next month I'm going to do five films that had phenomenal twist endings. Okay, I'll remember go, these ones. You go, oh yeah, that one's amazing. The guy with the thing, and then yeah. actually he's and he's walking, and he goes, and you go, oh, with the thing, and then the mug, and you're like, wow, that one. Yeah. But these ones are the bad ones. Yeah. I've got two left. Okay. Do you want the one that's going to make me angry, or the one that's going to make you angry? You angry? Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's try that My one. My next one. Okay. <laughs> no, you just uh, you're just uh, girding my, your my next for one this. is now you see me. <laughs> you know you've ranted about this before. I, I hate this film for 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 a couple of reasons. <laughs> one, Jesse Eisenberg's in it, being really smug for the whole film. Okay. They're magicians who pull off a series of increasingly so this is, elaborate heists. So this is this is this is going to live or die on its twist, right? So they pull off some increasingly elaborate heists. Mm. Um, are they criminals? Are they what? They're being chased by Mark Ruffalo, who cannot go wrong because he's Mark Ruffalo. He turns mm-hmm. up, makes loads of money in Avengers, goes off and does another film, and is great. And he's being he's a bumbling FBI agent who's uselessly chasing them throughout the entire film with Melanie Laurent who is quite cool. She's the Interpol agent. They con, um, they con Michael Caine out of his money. They con Morgan Freeman and blah, 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 blah. And then the whole thing comes to the end and they work out that actually it wasn't the four horsemen, which is the smug magicians who were <laughs> running the whole game. It's all been the big puppet master who's revealed as Mark Ruffalo. And you go, <laughs> and you go, what? And you go, hang on. What? No, no. He did it all as an elaborate 30-year revenge thing. And you go, Really? Hang on. So hang on. So hang on. No. So hang on. So he decided to avenge his... Okay. So he learned to be a master magician in his spare time, joined the FBI, did a 25-year career in the FBI, keeping his head down, solving crimes, orchestrates... These crimes, which are outside his jurisdiction, gets assigned to these crimes, bungles his entire way through it, and then it's revealed to be that he's the master... Mu- no. No. That sounds... No. It just goes... It goes... Preposterous. It's like they wrote the entire film, and they went, right, we're at the end. What's Morgan the Freeman's l- yeah. Morgan Freeman's in jail. We need a big twist. And so, right, anyone. What's um, the least, what's the last thing they would expect? What's the last thing they'd expect? I know, I know, I know. You know, the bumbling FBI agent who's been a little bit, a little bit floppy haired, a little bit Columbo throughout the entire film. Yeah. He can be the master. Yeah, that's brilliant. Oh, they'll never see that coming. It was rubbish. Right. Then, now you see me too comes out. Yeah. Which I had to watch with Mrs. B. Wasn't my fault. It was Mrs. B's fault. Watched it. It's actually a slightly better film. Is that because it's got Harry Potter in it? Yes. 
It's got less Jesse Eisenberg in it because okay. he's a smug little. I can't even call him so what I want to call him, but he's a smug little so and so. And it's, but it's still not a very good film because it's still trying to be cleverer than it is, and you still see it coming. So it should be, it shouldn't be called Now You See Me. It should be called There It Is. <laughs> oh look! Oh, it's all about distraction. No, it's not. It's there. Look, it's no, it's that guy. It's him. <laughs> it's that. It's that guy. But Mark, so that film was head slappingly frustrating. Right, okay. Okay. And now one for me. Now, I went and see this in the cinema. And Okay, right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a step back. And calm down. Christopher Nolan film. Okay. Christian Bale's in it. Right. Michael Caine's in it. Yes. Scarlett Hansen's in it. Yes. Rebecca Hall's in it. Yes. Hugh Jackman's in it. Yes. I know. David Bowie turns up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prestige. Yeah. Literally, ten minutes into this film, and I went, "Twist is going to be this," and everyone went, "Shh," and I was like, "Sorry, but in the cinema, twist is going to be this. The twist is going to be that. It's obvious. Look, it's going to be that." Everyone goes, "Shh," and then it goes, "Oh, here we go. Elaborate thing. David Bowie creates the transporter off Star Trek because he's Nikola Tesla. We've no <laughs> idea why. Da, 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 da. Elaborate frame, elaborate frame." And he goes, "No, the reveal is twisty," and I go, "Yeah, I know. I yeah, is that it? What?" Now, the twist is being that Christian Bale, there's two of them. There's another twist. No, that's the twist. But then they do that. Oh, I no. know. But that's that... the end. The end is there was two of us. And you go, oh, and I go, yeah, I know. It's obvious. Because look, there's him. Yeah. The beard on. Yeah, no, no, I worked that out. Yeah. You... I work, I, now, I don't usually work things out. I worked that out quite early in the Everyone movie. else I went to see the film with were stunningly shocked at the end and didn't see it coming and I went it's but I didn't think that that was the I didn't even think that that was the twist that's the the big twisty I think the thing with Hugh Jackman all the Hugh Jackmans yeah that was the twisty bit for me that's the subplot twisty bit that the was main, the only main, twisty bit. The main twist. That's the twist. The main twist is... The no, Christian no, no. I'm, now now I'm getting cross because now I disagree with you with what the twist of the movie is. But even, even no, that no, twist no, no, isn't no, very good. No. Because the film is perfectly normal. Yeah. Okay? Oh, and it's okay. all about Victorian... And then it, it's, Vic, right. it's Victorian era. So it's early... So it's not Victorian era. Oh, sorry. I left the microphone there. It's, it's 19... It's getting heated. 10, 1920s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all, you know... Georgian air and it's yeah, all yeah. quite good and then you kind of go because he's desperate to work out how he does the trick he tries to replicate the trick he can't replicate yeah, it. he yeah, finds yeah, a lookalike yeah. he can't yeah. look alike. Yeah. and then he goes to see David Bowie who invents a cloning machine for rabbits for Ooh, rabbits cool. or cats <laughs> cats cats right and then he uses that to do a stage magic yeah. trick it just it just the entire plot just goes and unravels and then they go twisty 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 Christian Bale's two of them. And you go, well, I don't care now. because no, I, I disagree. Went... That's not the twist. You don't think that's the twist? I think, it, I think the you... twist is the... Is, uh, is the Hugh fact Jackman. that he cloned himself every yeah. night and killed his clown. Yeah. You think that's the that's twist? That's the twist. Right. Do you think that's a good twist? Uh... Or is it actually a bad twist anyway? Are they both bad twists? Is, it a, is this a film that's got two head-slappingly breaking plot twists? I didn't think it was that bad. All right. Right. You need to watch The Prestige again. Because you then need... I'll tell you what you need to do. Bad Boys 3. No, sorry. No, no. That was early on. You need to watch Hancock again and apologise. Right? I'm not going to do then that. Then you need to watch... Then you that. need to watch The Prestige. Right. And then immediately after The Prestige, watch The Illusionist. Right. 
And the, the illusionist? illusionist. Exactly. The illusionist is the film that the prestige wishes it was. Oh. Because they both come out at the same time. Oh. The prestige trounced it because One they of those things where two it. films. But the illusionist is a film time. where there's a twist at the end. There's a good twist. And the twist is right. Gonna... The twist was not achieved using Don't tell me the twist. The twist was not achieved using Star Trek transporter technology. <laughs> I tell you what, no, I have to say, yeah. I will I will give to you the fact that the twist is out of con is out of character with the rest of the movie. Yes. And, and I therefore did there's find no that way you'd see it coming. Weird. So yeah, it 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 is I appreciate I appreciate it for its macabre yes. nature. I don't appreciate it for, for breaking it's almost like breaking the internal logic of the movie. So would it have been better? It's cheating. So in the film he finds somebody who looks very similar to him yes. to pull the trick. Yeah. Would it not have been a better thing for him to have killed his lookalike and framed your man for the murder, which is effectively what he <laughs> did anyway with right. the clones? Right. So yeah. had you taken away the whole cloning machine and put it in instead that he'd framed he'd framed him for the murder of his lookalike, right. it still would have been the same outcome. It still yeah. would have been the same mm. end of the film. Without you wouldn't have the... had a wibbly-wibbly transportery cloning I think, machine. I think part of it, though, is the number of times he's done it. Yes. And he's the, got... But right. the point being is it still would have been the same end game because okay. he still would have got sent down for the same thing. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that would have been more internally consistent. consistent yeah. because you I can have... see why... I can understand why, you, why you're annoyed by this one. Yes. Particularly because, yes... Um, but that's uh, not the plot. That's not you the could, you, plot. You, you, could tw- you could You could insert that device in that way into any number of films as a twist and goes, but I luckily I had, I had a, a transporter cloning, cloning, cloning machine, cloning machine. Or trans- <laughs> but my point being is that's that's not the first that's the first twist of the film mm. is that he framed him for the murder of one of his clones and the thingy with the mm. thing the second twist is the reveal of how Christian Bale did the trick in the first place that's the final twist I never so the first twist is is because you get shown the, the cloning machine, you know yeah. what he's doing. That's not really a twist. The final twist is the fact that there was a, there was two Christian Bells yeah. anyway. No. That's the final twisty twisty reveal. At which point I, I might just have went, to go back and watch it because I felt I must have worked it out early enough that it didn't feel like a twist, twist. at the time it came. But that's what builds up, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, which is annoyingly annoying. Hmm. Okay, you're annoyed annoyingly- more. Uh, slightly slightly because we can't even bloody agree disagree or agree on what the twist is. You've got five films to watch now. Right, there's your homework. Hmm. Right, see you next month. That's it for another episode. Yeah, um, it's been a bit long and rambly this one, hasn't it? It's been a bit, and it's been a bit of a roller coaster. It's been a bit of a. It's been usually, a usually the ones where it's just you and me, they're quite snappy. But we have definitely gone we, off. We on definitely a, rambled a bit this on this a long. Month, so apologies for that. So yeah. we will try and. Tie but up. it's been it's been interesting. Yeah, and sometimes educational. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if there was two of us, we'd probably get this done quicker. But luckily, I haven't got my magic cloning machine. And, <laughs> and you're not. Or are you a mysterious twin? Because. Because every time we come close to each other, we forget who we are. No, that, that, no, no, that's, that's, no that's a different film altogether. Yeah. Next month, we're talking. Sorry. Next month is trailers. But sorry. Next yeah, week yeah. is trailers. We, next main podcast month is China, Bond Watch, 15s and 18s. 15s and 18s. And five films that you have to watch because the plot twist is amazing. Spoiler alert, we're not going to tell you what the plot twist 
is. Because that would because be a real that would dick be wrong. move. I'd rather... I'm happy to spoil <laughs> bad films for you because yeah. I think I'm doing you a service. But if I say... We shouldn't risk a good For example, thing. have you seen The Usual Suspects? Don't say any more. If the answer is no, <laughs> then I will simply say it's in the top five. You should probably go and watch that film. We're not going to tell you that at the end there's a thing with the... <laughs> 